0: You are listening to WTUZ Radio Podcast. Welcome to WTUZ Radio Podcast. I am your host, Rhonda, and today's topic is again about Haiti. I'm sure you all have heard. Uh, Over the past couple of days, Haiti had yet another earthquake. So the title of this podcast is, Is Haiti Being Targeted? Uh, So just real quick, let's just go over uh, what the media is saying regarding the earthquake uh, with Haiti, and we shall get started. So just a second here. Use a little bit of technology, uh, of course. All right, so bear with me. Here we go. Would it help? We're killed by this morning's massive 7.2 magnitude earthquake. Close to 2,000 are injured. With an unknown number missing, rescue crews are searching for survivors. The death toll feared to go higher, not to mention a tropical storm is in the forecast. NBC's Ed Agustin is tracking the latest from Havana. Ed, are there concerns that this could be worse than the 2010 earthquake?
1: I think early this morning when we had the breaking news that this uh, earthquake on the Richter scale was bigger people were very, very worried, but as the day has passed, thank goodness those worries have diminished. Of course, this is a deadly earthquake. We have 304 people already confirmed dead, and as you say, that figure is likely to go far, far higher in the coming days as more uh, information gets through. Um, But the 2010 earthquake, although it was uh, 7.0 on the Richter scale, rather than 7.2, which is today's, that was estimated to have killed between 100,000 and 300,000 people. No one knows the true figure because the damage was so colossal. Um, we're some 12 hours, more than 12 hours after the uh, earthquake, and the number right now is at 300. And I think the main reason that the impression we're getting is that this hasn't been so cataclysmic as the terrible earthquake 11 years ago is because it didn't happen as close to Port-au-Prince. Port-au-Prince, the the, the capital of Haiti, is very densely populated, lots of shanty towns, a million people there. This happened further to the southwest in a more rural area. And finally, another tidbit of of, of evidence that suggests that it hasn't been so deadly um, is that throughout the day over 50 doctors from uh, the General Hospital in Port-au-Prince, which is the biggest hospital in Haiti, have travelled to the southwestern part of the island to help uh, overwhelmed hospitals there, and they would not be leaving if the death toll, at least in the capital, was on the scale of what it was 11 years ago. But we'll get a definitive answer in the coming days. And Augustine, joining us from Havana. Thank you.
0: Okay, so um, you saw there. Uh, hold on. A Breaking news from Emily. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, so, as you can see, and I know you you probably already heard, uh, with the earthquake, yet another earthquake with Haiti. Now, I just find it very strange. This, this is just me, and if you want to say I am being a con- conspiracy theorist with the tinfoil hat, okay, I have no problem owning that. I just find it strange that Haiti is always the one on this island with earthquakes. So just as a reminder, uh, here is a map of Haiti and Dominican Republic. Now, let's just be mindful that this is still one island, okay? All right, well, actually two, if you want to count this little doohickey right out there. But the point being, the Dominican Republic is newer, meaning it was renamed, but this was all known as the island of Haiti. So when uh, this island was split, by governments slash nations, Dominican, one part was named Dominican, and as you can see, a larger portion was renamed Dominican Republic. And Haiti, as you can see, got a very small portion of the land. And as you can see, the earthquakes are only targeting Haiti. I just find that awfully, awfully, awfully interesting. So let's go to another graph. Uh, Let's do a little bit of the timeline, uh, uh, Haiti's history of violence and disasters, okay? So you see the source, um of course, I'm sorry, Dev discourse, all right? This is Timelines, Hades, History of Violence and Disasters, but it has suffered cycles of violence, invasion, and repression for most of its subsequent history, as well as natural disasters, including an earthquake in 2010 that killed as many as 300,000 people. Here are some key events in Haiti's history. 1492, Spain colonizes the islands of Hispaniola after the arrival of Christopher Columbus. Okay. Haiti became Latin America and the Caribbean's first independent state of the colonial era. Uh, era and the first black-led republic when it threw off French rule in the 19th century. But it has suffered cycles of violence, invasion, and repression for most of its subsequent history, as well as natural disasters, including earthquakes in 2010 that killed as many as 300,000 people. Here are the key events in Haiti's history. 1492, Spain colonizes the island of Hispaniola after the arrival of Christopher Columbus. 200 years later, Spain secedes the western half to France. Plantations worked by slaves of Africa origin-producing sugar-rum coffee that enriched France, okay? So we're going to pause right quick. Just as a reminder to those that know true history, we know that those quote-unquote African slaves were mainly three groups of people And I'll even do four to be fair to be fair to the African slave narrative because the records, the official records, do not hold up to the millions and millions of African slaves they claim that were taken from the coast of Africa and brought to the Americas. Okay. Uh, The last. number I saw, they can only account for actually 300,000, 300, African slaves, okay? Because the numbers make up, the African slaves are the least amount. The next are the um, Black Europeans. So it has been documented that the Black Irish Were heavily deported to the islands. Okay. We know for a fact in Jamaica, a lot of Black Irish were deported to Jamaica. Okay. So, same thing holds true for Haiti a lot of black Europeans were deported to the islands. So it would be safe to assume that since France, okay, Spain was there first, then France. So uh, safe to assume that Spain deported some of their folk to Haiti. And or they also deported some of the indigenous people of South America to Haiti as well, and we know that France has gone on record saying that they deported folks, their folks, uh, particularly their prison population, and then also I I call them their boys in them, whom they put on payroll. To go over to the New World, which was, i.e., the Americas, uh, to do business, to run, to set up the colonies, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Okay, so that's two groups: small percentage of Africans, Black Europeans. Okay, so that means coming from all over. Uh, maybe some Irish. I'm not for sure, but we do know that has to be French, black French men and French women, since France also um, colonized Haiti. And then you had a lot of transporting from the ports via the Americas to the islands, which you call, well, the islands are still America. Let me rephrase that to be clear. So a lot of transporting went on from the mainland of the Americas to the islands with indigenous people. So meaning they were taking indigenous people of the Americas on the mainland, which they today call slaves, and incorrectly classify them as African slaves. They were taking them from the mainland in the Americas to the islands. And then uh, sometimes it would be the reverse, bringing folks from the islands to the mainland. Okay? And then the fourth group would be the actual indigenous people of the Haitian, Island or the Haiti Island, so the true Haitians. So those are the four groups that make up what they are calling the African slaves, right? So again, I'm just going to go over that. The actual African, which is going to be a very, 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 very small percentage, the Black European, which would make up, uh, Black Spaniards, which would make up Black Frenchmen, which would make up uh, Black um, Brits and Black Scots and Black uh, Irish. And then the indigenous mainland Indian of the Americas. And then finally, the true indigenous Haitian population of the island of Haiti. All right. So, plantations worked by slaves of, they say, African origins. They're not African origins. We went over that. Produced sugar, rum, and coffee that enriched France. 1791, former slave Toussaint. Do you do you feel where I'm going with that? Now, former slave Toussaint. So, in other words, black European French man Toussaint Laventure led leads a successful revolt, and in 1801 issues a constitution. Uh huh. So let me stop and sips water. So, this just furthermore leads credence to the fact that he was more, he was really black European rather than former slave because he came up out of this revolt with a constitution, which is what? It's of European origins, okay? The revolution is often described as the world's first and only successful slave rebellion. 1801 to 1809, under slave owning president, Thomas Jefferson, the United States cut aid to Lavatois and pursues a policy to isolate Haiti Concerned the Haitian revolution would inspire slaves in the southern United States. Okay? So in other words, I dare you, you colony. Revolt. And it was even more so a slap in the face to Europe, although the French and the English battled each other for the territory and the lands of the of uh, the Americas, which neither one of them, in, including Spain, had a right to it. It is not their bloodline heritage, but nonetheless, they uh, Thomas Jefferson and team because uh, was like I dare you, you Frenchmen. So meaning Toussaint lavator I dare you you Frenchmen, come up against the English and try to remix a law, a constitution, a law of European foundation to benefit you all when it is supposed to always benefit back to the crown and specifically, in this case, back to the English crown. We don't need that kind of dramatization jumping off because we don't want the same Black Europeans linking up with the indigenous mainland Americans doing the same thing, okay? So uh, cuts aid. So Thomas Jefferson, the United States, cuts aid to Lavatois and pursues a policy to isolate Haiti. Concerned the Haitian Revolution would inspire slaves in southern U.S. states. 1803, Napoleon Bonaparte's failed attempts to retake Haiti ends his dreams of an expansion French empires in the Americas. OK. All right. So anybody that's familiar with the Louisiana of uh, what went on with that particular territory, with the French and the English battling, uh, that should start to ring a bell and they're going to say it right here. Haiti's victory led, leads France to agree to the Louisiana Purchase, a bargain deal that doubles the size of the United States. Okay, so I want you all, as we are reading through this, at the end of the day, Spain, France, England had no right, no bloodline right to the Americas. That's including the mainland and the islands. Okay. So, just make note on how these three empires were battling for the territory, the resources, in the Americas, okay? And that is why, to this day, you will hear some people in the melanated communities, the melanated, quote, quote, conscious communities, speak on and particularly in Louisiana, what their ancestors own. Okay? And any time they link their ancestors back to one of these European monarch, that automatically disqualifies them from any claim to Lands in the Americas. That means your folks are not indigenous to the land. So let me say that clearly. If your ancestors are linked back to one of the monarch empires, Spain, France, England, Throw Scotland in there too. Irish, want to throw that in there also? I do not care which one of those monarchs gave you a dec- decree. I do not care which one of those monarchs gave you a land patent. You are not heirs. You are not indigenous bloodline to the land, okay? Because this is not about the colonizers or the conquerors pieces of paper or assignments. This is about your bloodline linking back to the land, okay? So what we're not going to do going forward is keep claiming something that is not so. Now we are getting over the hump of who are really the indigenous people, who are really the Europeans, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, how melanated people were involved in all of that. So what we are not going to do is just because you are melanated makes you indigenous, and makes you bloodline heirs to something that you are not. All right, let's move forward. 1804, Haiti becomes independent under former slave Jean-Jacques Dessalines, who is, oh, wow, y'all see that word, bumped off in 1806. And I just said, wow, because we just recently had that, what, a couple of weeks ago. happen again. The United States does not recognize Haitian independence until 1862. 1825, France recognizes Haitian independence, but imposes harsh reparation on its former slaves for lost income. The loans Haiti takes with French banks to cover the debt and subsequent interest are only fully repaid in 1947, okay? So let's pause. I want us to use a little critical thinking here. This is what happens anytime you hear about debt being associated with war and loss of this and loss of that, you already should be able to make the deductive reasoning that the settlement of said debt had nothing to do with the indigenous people of the land. It had everything to do with one empire to another empire settling up. So what I am saying to you is indigenous people of their lands can never have a debt from another nation that originally came and ciphered their resources. It's not possible. If you came on my land, we fought a war, my people lost the war, and you have been using my people's resources and benefiting from my people's resources and my people have not been benefiting from them. How, when you leave, or let's say we reward again, and we so happen when I owe you a debt, so that's just something to think about on who is really striking these deals, who had the authority. To strike a deal with France to take out debt on behalf of Haiti. Who's authorizing these things? I can guarantee you it's not the indigenous people of that land, I can guarantee you it is black Europeans. That's why it is important that we are clear on who is whom, the roots and the origins of how things shook off. Okay? Because what has happened with history is melanated people have been grouped in all one pot. And so as folks are supposedly and allegedly doing things in the best interest of melanated people, that's not the case. The agenda goes back to one of the monarchs benefiting. And the indigenous people of those lands do not get what they are supposed to get. And to make it matters even worse, even the European folks themselves do not get what they are supposed to get in the alleged deal. The only one that benefits is the monarch, right? So, so somebody took out a um, loan with French banks to cover the debt and subsequent interest are only fully repaid in 1947. 1915, the United States invades Haiti, withdraws in 1943, but keeps financial control and political influence. Okay, so U.S. just jumped up and reinvaded as late as 1915? Do you all understand how deep this is? As late as 1915, withdraws in 1943, but keeps financial control and political influence. So, if you keep financial control and political influence, you still control it. So, meaning, back to my point I just made. If you have political influence, that means you're putting your boys, them, in power, or whomever you put in power. They have to do what you say. Nineteen thirty-seven, the worst incident of long-standing rivalry with neighboring Dominican Republic, thousands of Haitians in. A border area are massacred by Dominican troops on the orders of dictator Trujillo. 1957, Francis Papadoc Duvillier takes power with military backing, ushering in a period defined by widespread human rights abuse, abuses. Are you all seeing these dates? 1957, not that long ago. You see, we're the Dominican Republic. So again, hence is why I am doing this particular podcast. Because the Dominican is not currently getting hit by any of the earthquakes. The Dominican is nice. They're doing well from a financial standpoint Haiti is still in shambles, poverty, etc. and the Dominican they outright discriminate against the Haitians. And you look at the Dominican Republic population today and it is a mixed race population. You look at Haiti's population, they are heavily melanated people and brown people. Dominican has a color spectrum of white, Caucasian white looking to brown, and you rarely see highly melanated Dominican folk. Okay? 1964, Duvalier declares himself president for life. Okay, so that name sounds French to me. His dictatorship is marked by repression enforced by the feared Tauntons Makotis secret police. 1971, Duvalier dies and is succeeded by his son, okay, I was right, Jean-Claude or baby doc. Are you all understanding what is going on? Now, I have to sit up here and get my tongue together to enunciate, and forgive me in advance if I'm not enunciating correctly, all of these doggone French names. In the following decades, thousands of Haitians, now this was in 1971, y'all, Nineteen seventy one, not that long ago. In the following decades, thousands of Haitian thousands of Haitian boat people flee to the sea, Florida, many dying on the way. Nineteen eighty-six popular revolt forces Baby Doc to flee Haiti to exile in France. See? See? See, you all get what is going on. Lieutenant Gen- General Henry Namphy takes over. 1988, General Prosper Alvarell takes over from Namphy in a coup. 1990, Avril declares a state of siege amid, among or amid protests but resigns ahead of elections under international pressure 1990 former parish priest Jean Boutrand, a leftist champion of the poor wins Haiti's first three free I'm sorry wins Haiti's first free elections oh but uh Jean Bertrand Bertrand another Frenchman to me he is ousted in a coup in 1991. 1994. U.S. troops intervene to oust the military regime of Jean Bertrand. Returns. U.N. peacekeepers deployed in 1995 and Jean Bertrand's protege, Rene Preval. And Rene is French is elected president. 1992, arrested... I am. Not, I know I'm going to botch his French name, so he's Jean Bertrand, is elected president for a second term despite disputed results. 2004, political unrest forces Jean Bertrand for a second term despite dispute results. Okay, I reread that again. Oh, boy, uh, he fled in 2004. The country descends into violence, 2006. Preval wins election, 2008 through 2010. Protests triggered by food shortages, cholera outbreak, and electoral disputes. 2010- I want y'all to pay attention. 2010, an earthquake kills up to 300,000 people. So, let's back that up. Preval wins election, 2008 to 2010. Protests triggered by food shortages, a cholera outbreak, and elect territorial disputes. And then to 2010 an earthquake kills up to 300,000 people. Despite an international relief effort, the country is still all but is all but overwhelmed, exacerbating political, social and economic problems. okay Now you all could do a little research, go back and trace the money, on who was getting contracts to rebuild Haiti. There was a lot of fraud going on. Y'all know the name involved with Haiti and fraud. You should know the name. If not, for censorship purposes, I'm not going to say it. Uh, I was trying to think of how to say it, but You all need to go do the research, okay? 2011, Michael Martelli wins second round of presidential election. 2012 to 2014, frequent anti-government protests fueled by corruption and poverty. Demonstrators demand Martelli resign. 2016, Hurricane Matthew kills more than 850 people and leaves tens of thousands homeless. Javanel Mosey hmm. reminds me of Ravenel. Hmm. Those that do the research, y'all know where I'm going with that. Javanel, Mose, a banana exporter turned politician, so I'm going to say that seems French to me, a banana exporter turned politician is declared winner of the 2016 presidential election. 2019, Mose steadily amasses power and rules by decree after Haiti fails to hold elections due to political gridlock and unrest. 2021, Mosse. Is blank. He was taken out after gunmen opened on him in his private residence on July seventh, twenty twenty one, a seven point. Two, magnitude earthquake strikes western Haiti on August 14th, likely causing high casualty and widespread disaster, the U.S. Geological Survey said. Okay, so this was an absolutely excellent article um, giving us the rundown on Haiti from... Dev disclosure, disclosure on development. Very, very good job. So just to reiterate the timeline, uh, the Haitian history, 1791 to 1934. Haiti becomes independent. Former slave Jean-Jacques de declares himself emperor. Oh, well, let's back up here. My bad, my bad. I apologize, I apologize. (laughs) 1791, former black slave Toussaint, l'Ouverture, seems French to me, leads revolution to abolish slavery. 1804, Haiti becomes independent. Former slave Jean-Jacques de Salinas declares himself emperor. 1862, U.S. recognizes Haiti. 1915, U.S. invades Haiti. 1934, U.S. withdraws troops from Haiti but maintains fiscal control until 1947. Okay? All right, so... With all of that said, family, you can certainly make your own conclusions. I just find it very odd, very odd that Haiti is always the one getting hit with the earthquakes, always the one that has political unrest And now you should know why, because there was a battle among those monarchs for control of that particular land, i.e. the resources. And hopefully, as we went through the Haitian timeline and we went through the different rulerships, you can see that those rulers were really still the bloodline of... Europeans. Okay. So deals were being cut with these particular European empires for these rulers, these Haitian rulers, to come into play. So depending on how the Haitian ruler fulfilled their duties, they were ousted, a coup, cool, taken out. And or it is still fighting among those European empires. Seems like to me, the French and the Brits are still fighting over control of the island and hence subsequent the resources, right? So uh, we'll continue to watch Haiti and, um, I am just looking forward to the day when the information of what truly went on in history in the Americas uh, about whom the melanated people truly are with all of the groups involved is truly revealed. So as a whole, the indigenous people of the Americas can really start to claim whom they are, can really start to identify by actions and as well as by heritage these different bloodlines to clean up and restore the lands. Because at the end of the day, colonization is about not only more territory for the conquering empires, but specifically, it's all about commerce and profit at the expense of the land and the people. So with that said, I wish everyone well on this Monday. This is Rhonda with WTUZ Radio Podcast. Peace and love, family. (laughs)